From the Conquer Risk Podcast, please welcome the OGs. Welcome to the OGs Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and with me I have almost the entire leadership team with Jeff, Christopher, uh, Jen forgot how to use a computer uh, when we went to record this, so maybe she will pop back in. So we do this once a quarter. Essentially, the leadership team comes on, talks about the things we've accomplished, what we want to accomplish going forward, and just give everyone an update, uh, build in public full transparency on where we are. So let me kick it off from a high level to, to let you know how things have been going as we ended 2021 and enter into 2022. Uh, We ended the year roughly at about 600 million in AUM and AUA. That breakdown is uh, about 350 in AUM and 250 in AUA. And AUA for us is just really model delivery where we have our portfolios on, on other platforms. Now we sometimes uh, take some flack for, you know, talking about our growth publicly, but we don't care. We think it's important to uh, pound the pavement and, and celebrate our successes. It allows us to reinvest in our staff, our advisors, our clients, and continue to uh, uh, put money back into the business. So uh, we're proud of it. We have ambitious goals to uh, possibly double that and get into the billion-dollar range within the next 12 months. And you know we're, we're here to make that happen, and, and, and the plans are, are laid out to, to follow that down the path. So... What else happened with us? Um, our affiliated funds, which make up a, a large uh, portion of some of our models, uh, we've added those to a lot more places. We finally got on Schwab, which was huge for us. Obviously, Schwab's one of the biggest custodians out there. That was a year or two in the making. Um, we got added to Goldman Sachs RIA, Axos, which is a former E-Trade, and we're currently in talks with LPL. Uh, the, the funds and the models, uh, in some cases, go hand in hand. So as we continue to expand the breadth of where our models are. Uh, we're hoping that obviously the affiliated funds can can follow suit and be placed on those platforms. So a lot of successes there in terms of uh, getting more exposure and, and getting it out there. Continued investment into the Union UMA tech stack. Um, last year was about a six-figure investment. In all likelihood, it's going to be about the same. Uh, if Jen can hop back on, she'll explain some of the things we're we're, uh, we're looking forward to do when it comes to, to our tech stack and, and making it simple for, for our advisors. Uh, we added the values page, uh, which if you're familiar with us, we're big on, on you know, how you treat employees and, and that goes into kind of our value stack. Um, so we decided to make it public. We added all the benefits we do, the, the different um, things from financial planning to tax prep, uh, and just making it public so, so people have an idea uh, of who we are and, and, and what we are as a team. And so that's now on, on the site, and we'll continue to update it as we uh, add new benefits and, and perks and, and different values and whatnot. Um, new product. I'm not going to, uh, Christopher will dive into it, but essentially uh, a, a research product for financial advisors that has been in the making for about six months is finally coming to fruition. Uh, so in the next couple of weeks, you'll probably hear a lot more about that. Uh, and and some of the details. So without giving it away, that's definitely a, a, a first quarter initiative that's right around the corner. Uh, travel planning for 2022, we have a Potomac retreat planned uh, for May in Denver, where we're taking all of our staff to meet up 
believe it or not, I haven't seen some people for two years. I haven't met 80% of our team. And so it's a long time coming. I wish it was next month, but you know, we're, we're, we're doing it in May. Uh, we'll do some work, you know, an hour or two. Um, but the rest of the time is just fun and, and getting together and, and really in some cases getting to know each other. Um, and so uh, that's coming up. And then also, also the advisor conference we're gonna do in September in Pittsburgh. Um, we're gonna sign that contract soon. We're not canceling. It's, I don't want to say never, but uh, there's a high likelihood that we're not canceling. We're going through with it. Um, we'll send out the save dates in, in a couple uh, in a couple weeks to, to no put pressure. that back. No pressure yeah, at No all. pressure. Um, no, we're, we're doing it. We got to do this. Enough already. Like We, 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 we need to see yeah. people and meet people and go out there. So um, we're, we're pumped for 2022 because, you know, just to wrap my part up, look, you know, we're, we're big on making sure that we do things transparently um, and, and also just show all our cards, right? We want you to be involved in the process of how we're growing what we're doing. Uh, and this podcast go, goes a long way to, to solidify that. So with that, I am going to uh, send it over to Jeff, who has some updates from the education team. Yeah, thanks, Manish. Appreciate it. Um, you know, this is, this is exciting, right? As we go forward, the conference thing is, and I appreciate you mentioned kind of where we're, what we're doing as a, as a firm, but it's, uh, you know, this is also an opportunity for us as we now are going to be going to several different uh, other conferences. Uh, I know we'll, we'll, we should be at a couple of them anyway. Uh, the opportunity for us to finally get out and see some folks in person as well. I mean, look, we, we do most of our stuff remote. We're built to be remote, but at the same time, right. If there's uh, we always like to support our, our advisors and, and so uh, getting out to uh, some of those folks, some of those folks will be a pretty cool deal. Nice change of pace after what, three freaking years. So uh, but another thing that you mentioned, and this is probably I think for you and I, the biggest learning curve the last year and a half has been the fact that we now understand that we have to get our funds in place before we can get our strategies in place. So we sort of spun our wheels for a while uh, trying to get our strategies on different temps uh, out in the industry. And now you mentioned some of the different uh, custodians that have our funds in place. We're following that up with places like Castleview and Folio FN and, and um, uh, FMAX and, and working on getting our strategies in place. But the reality is, right, we, we try to move our strategies for distribution, but if the funds aren't there, we can't do them. So uh, definitely we know the order now, and I think that will help our process of adding distribution because we have people calling us, advisors contacting us, reaching out, saying, hey, uh, I, I see what you do. I like what you do. How do we work together? And then, you know, we've been kind of in the stuck on some of these uh, until now. So, so excited to continue to move that forward and add distribution arenas. Um, speaking of, of some of those TAMPs, uh, Schwab, I think that's the, the, that for us is definitely big news, right? Getting our funds there and then being able to go back to some of the places where we already had distribution, uh, whether that be an invest net or an adhesion, et cetera, and, and being able to say, okay, guess what? We, you already had us available at Fidelity. You had us available at TDA. You had us available at Pershing. Now we have Schwab on the list. So some of the advisors that maybe had chosen Schwab as a custodian in existing TAMPs, we'll now be able to see uh, our portfolio. So again, it's, you, know, you gotta kind of cycle back and go 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 see what you had and, and what was in place and move forward there. Um, I think an, an, another item on my list was we're excited to see, and we, we haven't even literally just turned it on a couple of days ago uh, to internally to the existing advisors of our union UMA, but we have Poland capital now available. So that's, 
that's uh nice to finally get to the point where we we kind of had everything that we needed got things set up got things running on the union new may and now that next step that next maturation process can begin where hey there's a few more firms it will always stay very select we don't want to have 500 strategists out there but adding poland to the list gives us another nice non-qualified individual security manager that uh, that offers some things that, that I think is going to be definitely advantageous for the advisors in our space. Uh, let's see. Last thing on my list was simply the Union UMA. Um, we've now got a couple of slots available. So, you know, as as the opportunity exists, right, we only take on so many advisors at a time, you know, two, three, four, five a year, depending upon size and scope and so forth. And so when a couple of spots open up, it's always nice to let everybody know that, hey, now we're going to be going back to some of those folks that were were asking about it or trying to get, you know, moved to a situation where it was okay to use us. Uh, but certainly we want to make sure we hear from you if that's something that, you know, you want to know more. So on that note, I think that covers it for the education side. Christopher, you're up. Okay. So I won't spend an exceptional amount of time covering what marketing did in 2021, um, as that was pretty well documented in our own podcast, which is very cleverly titled Build in Public. But it is worth noting that at this time last year, the marketing team consisted of me. And now we are a team of four. And as of next week, we will be a team of five. We have a project manager joining the firm who will sit on the marketing team, but really is there to serve the entire company. And this is a really big initiative for us as we go Yay. into this new year. And that is, that's right, Jeff, um, to just take a step back and get everything organized across departments. One of the things we learned last year is that a team of 15 works a lot differently than a team of five. And the way you use a project management system with five people is very different than how you use it with a team of 15. So we, we've we done a lot of the background work in figuring out how we're going to do things and how we're going to implement them. We've made a phenomenal hire who I cannot wait to have join the team who comes from a project management background and is really going to be able to dig in and take it to the next level, get everybody organized, working in the same kinds of way. So for Manish, he can pop into Teamwork, which is the software that we use, and get a real easy understanding of where things are at, who's working on what. And I think, you know, it's it's a difficult hire to make when you think about project management because you see it as purely overhead. But when you think about what this team is going to, or excuse me, individual is going to enable everyone else to do, I, I think it's a huge step. And they're also going to be able to take on, you know, other logistical things in the company that don't really fall under anyone's job. And shout out to Caitlin, who has taken on most of these things historically, but, you know, logistics for our own events, for events that we go to, these kinds of things, no one's really owned. And it fits right into project management in a great way. So I'm excited to see that happen and see our team continue to grow. And, and hopefully this will take us to another level. I see that Jen has been able to uh, rejoin the podcast so she can jump in anytime. You know, Jen, you were complaining earlier today that the record time for this is too early in the day. And I'm looking at the <laughs> clock and it's 1030 and I don't really understand <laughs> what your problem is. I, yeah. You need a podcast time, right? for drinking, yeah. just like us. Yes, it is. Um, and it's what, like 1030 there? 
It's 10.55. Cut me a little slack. <laughs> almost lunchtime. It's almost 11 I'll add that into your performance review. Yeah, it's almost 11 <laughs> Jan, what do you got? I'm, I'm fine with that because I'm really good at it. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me just run through a couple things and I'll pass it off to Jen. Um, a, as I noted, gr- growing the marketing team for me, 2021, for all the things that we did, was really about building the sports car. And this year we get to drive it. So we have a lot of really exciting and fun uh, new content strategies. As Manish mentioned, we're rolling out a new product at the beginning of February for our research team that, as he said, this isn't just a new thing. This has been in the works for six months and there's going to be a lot of new things coming from the marketing team to promote this, get it out in new ways. We're working with a new partner, as I mentioned on last Friday's podcast, we're going back to Facebook, um, and you know we're we're really looking to just elevate our game across everything that we do, from our campaigns to the products that we promote to the way that we tie it all together. Because we do have very distinct products at Potomac with our strategies, the Union UMA and research, but we're going to be showing how these things are interconnected in our marketing and why that matters. So uh, beyond celebrating Manish's 20th anniversary, we uh, will be doing a lot of new kinds of things uh, with marketing moving forward. And I'm excited to continue to talk about that uh, in the Build in Public podcast, which consistently gets better numbers than either Education Station or Drinks Well with Operations. So now I'm happy to pass the baton over. Well, on that note, all the research will be inside of Insight. So if you're not sure what that is, go check out the Education Station podcast, numero uno. Bravo. Get him off the screen. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Great. So from the operations standpoint, um, it's similar to what Christopher said, 2021, we we hired Kayla, we hired Evan. It was still a year of training and development, and now everybody's really at a good place where we can kick off 2022 by continuing to shuffle responsibilities and add more to their plate, Um, which is exciting, especially, you know, from Caitlin and I's standpoint, just what, two years ago, there was two of us and now there's five of us. So it is something that we really have to uh, put some thought behind what each person's going to be doing and responsible for and cross training. So that's always something that's going on in the background. But um, in the last quarter of 2021, we continue to build out our union user interface. Um, And this has been a huge undertaking. Um, We started it in March of 2021. I don't think we realized how big of an undertaking it was. Um, And so some things have slowly gotten pushed back, but I think we're really in a good place to be off and running. We refined our workflows and organized the data in the fourth quarter. Um, We've also integrated a cloud server so that now we have a a system that our operations associates can use um, to go through and automate their tasks, become more efficient, have the transparency, have an open case and be able to see the tagged paperwork. Um, The next step of this is going to be introducing it to our advisors. We're going to start with a handful, the ones that use our union UMA, and hopefully build from there. And we're really excited to have this transparency and um, service center capability to be offering everybody. 
The other big thing that happened in the fourth quarter was the custodial statements. We'd been waiting for a little while for um, fidelity statements and tax documents to roll into our client portal. Um, and that's now there. So clients no longer really need a custodial login. They can log in directly to planning and see everything that they want. They can see their managed accounts, their aggregated accounts, and um, all of the tax documents, custodial statements, and correspondence that they need. Um, so we're really excited about that. And we continue to onboard all of our reps um, that are utilizing the Union UMA. And um, we're getting great feedback. A lot of people really like it and have found that it replaces their traditional financial planning tools. Um, other things that we're focusing on for the first quarter is going to be um, we are signed to start a project that is going to allow an ease of account opening. We're going to create our own web app um, that will house our forms library. So it will take place of the forms library our advisors use now. And this is going to allow clients to push um, advisors to push data directly from the CRM into DocuSign and out to the clients. So there's no longer going to be repetitive information um, entering of the client name address and those demographic information. And then towards the end of the quarter, we are going to start building out our own version of a CRM that our advisors that utilize um, the Union UMA can use. Uh, we're going to work with advisors to get feedback on what they're looking for, what they use now, and things like that. And so that this union user interface will eventually replace several tools, not only the planning, the CRM, the account opening, and it's a pretty big undertaking, but we're really excited. And I think that this is something that the industry needs. And I think our advisors will really, really like it. Beautiful. Thank you, Jen. Um, all right. Uh, look, I just want to repeat something as we go into 22, 2022 that, that I mentioned in um, uh, and year-end email to all our advisors. You're out there right now dealing with different companies. And from my point of view, the customer service across the board has gotten putrid. Uh, it's impossible to get people on the phone, tickets, long wait times. They may or may not email you back. This is a, a chance for all of us, not just Potomac, but collectively advisors to shine when it comes to customer service. And that has always been our number one goal. Uh, you, you call us, you email us, we get back to you as, as fast as humanly possible, sometimes same day. And that's what we live and die on for a lot of our business. So, you know, once again, as we go into 2022, there's going to be no outside capital. There's going to be no M&A. There's going to be no revolving door of employees. We have a extremely talented staff who's taken care of and who's ready to take care of our clients in return. And so just keep keep lookout for all of the updates that we're going to push out. Um, let us know if you have any questions or concerns. Obviously, smash the like button. You know, we, we need to continue to uh, expand the YouTube views. They've been phenomenal. So thank you for your support. And we appreciate you guys. Uh, look forward to talking to you next quarter. Yeah, and so, you know, Manish, you're getting some applause from both of my Manish back here. They just have little hands, so you can't hear them. But good job. I feel like I can't say I'm sorry for that campaign enough. <laughs> I so didn't think this. about Jeff when I, did, when I did this. Just exclude him from future campaigns. But, hey, I've got the content calendar planned out through April, and it's January 14th. So you can go in and mark anything that 
you have concerns about. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a dirty job, man. <clears throat> Martina, end the shit. <laughs> All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.